Smartcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. My next guest reached out to me online to be a part of the ethical evolution and she certainly meets the brief, so she's in all the way. I'm so glad I said yes to this amazing lady all the way from Pennsylvania, USA. I have dubbed her the energetic Maria Kondo. Michael Spencer is the owner of Let's Purify and creator of a new way to declutter that unites the decluttering process with the spiritual path. The home energy purification method blends the practical aspects of decluttering with intuition, mindfulness and soul. She has developed this method over the past several years out of her own personal experience and through working with clients in workshops, one-on-one sessions, and now in her 12-week coaching program, Purify Your Home. It's perfect for sensitive, intuitive, and soulful ones who want decluttering to feel like an integrated and meaningful process without all the overwhelm. As a Reiki practitioner and modern-day priestess, she incorporates Reiki and many other spiritual practices into her work with her clients. I really resonated with Michael on so many levels when we connected, as we had so much in common with healing and energy work and the mission to help create collective change. I hope you enjoy this insightful, heartfelt and connected conversation with Michael. Welcome, Michael, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you so much for having me, Bindi. This is really exciting to get to be part of your podcast. Yeah, and I hear you're a podcaster too. I am. I have the Let's Purify podcast and I I do. I love podcasting and sharing with the world in this way and having people on my show. It's wonderful. Yeah, and that's where we are truly aligned here. Um, Now, um, Michael, you're based uh, in uh, the United States in Pennsylvania, around Pennsylvania. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us um, a bit about your background and who you are? Sure. It's funny. I kind of connect a lot of who I am with the work that I do. And let's see. Outside of that, I'm a lover of cats. And uh, we have five cats that live with us. Wow. And they are wonderful companions. And um, 
Let's see. I will share a little bit professionally. My first career was as an auditor and accountant. Oh, wow. And then I wasn't fulfilled by that. So I became a mental health counselor. And then as I was just going throughout that career, was feeling kind of limiting in some ways. And I realized that there was this other work that I wanted to do with people um, around decluttering their homes. Mm. And not just decluttering their homes, also working on kind of purifying the inside as well, Mm. the emotions and the energy and things that can get stuck inside and then it can be reflected in the stuff that's in our homes, our accumulated belongings. And so I started on that path and that's just been really an interesting and rewarding um, way of working with people because it's it's something that can really have people stuck. You know, mm. when we've got things that we're holding on to that we may be avoiding or just not, trying not to deal with, and that's often reflected within too. And so it can hold people back from really moving forward and doing what um, feels most important and maybe what they're most passionate about. So really, if we were to wrap it up for you you''d be like an energetic Maria Kondo, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, I don't even need to say anything more, Bindi. you got it. You got it. And I, I gotta say I loved that show. absolutely loved it mm-hmm. and and particularly me the too. sparking joy. like that has helped me like not hang on to stuff anymore. and absolutely brilliant concept, but you take it to the next level. Yeah, I think that's really true. and I think that sparking joy, question, you know, does it spark joy, I think is so important. And I feel like it's, it's a piece of the pie. I feel like there are also other important questions to ask. I like to have people ask themselves also, you know, does this belonging support where I'm headed in the future? Is Mm. this belonging something that I want to carry with me into my next phase of life? You know, how is this serving me? How is it serving my household and the energy here? Because then that really starts to get us out of our heads and out of those shoulds of, oh, I inherited this, so I have to keep it, or it was a gift, Mm. or I spent so much money on it, so I should keep it. It's like letting go of all of that head stuff and going, okay, what's true for me Mm. and where am I heading? Where am I right now? What's my vision? And do I want to carry this with me? And sometimes that answer is absolutely. Mm. You're darn right. I do. Yeah. And other times it's so clear. Wow. This needs to go. Yeah. And uh, just, I got to say you and I are just resonating on on so many levels here at the moment because um, I do a lot of work um, with a sound healer. And um, we do a podcast together called In Kindness Always. Uh, Amanda Mackay is her name. And um, we talk a lot about, um, you know, the energy in homes and, and in objects and all of those kind of things and, and how that um, can impact your own energy. Um, so pretty much everything um, we have, every object has its own vibration, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're lighting up. It's, I am. And You know, one of the challenges that I have with this work sometimes is, you know, when I use the word purification, which Mm. has a way different vibration in its meaning than decluttering, Mm. sometimes it's, you know, I have to make sure that 
I language it in a way that people can understand. And so when I connect with someone like you, who's mm. like, oh my gosh, right, of course, because the belongings in our home all have their own vibration. I'm like, mm. yes, this is what I've been saying. So it's very, um, it's just nourishing for my heart to connect with other people yeah. who really understand that on a deep level. Yeah, and it's really funny. I have to tell you this story, right? Um, last night, um, I was on the phone to my mum, right, and um, I've got this hallway just outside my studio and um, there's this weird energy in that hallway that I cannot keep a painting on the wall. Um, oh, my it, gosh. And so th- there's two paintings in this hallway that are persistent at falling on the floor. So uh, I did a sound healing on one of them. It stayed there mm-hmm. for quite some time. Now the one on the other wall fell off and it had like a glass frame and everything – fell off, did not break. This was a miracle. It was like wow. it was some message came off that wall and I was like, okay, I get it. You don't want to be there anymore. Mm-hmm. But this whole hallway, I cannot put anything in it. And I, <laughs> I don't know, I need to do a clearing in there. I'm not sure what's going on. But this 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 kind of stuff happens, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is interesting. You know, when you said like, oh, you don't want to be hanging in this hallway anymore. I think that's a really neat way of working with objects and belongings too, is that we we can check in with ourselves and we can also talk to the objects and let them mm. speak to us. Cause it, there are occasions where it's like, Oh, I think this belonging maybe wants to be somewhere else. Maybe it wants to move on and, and serve the world in some other way. That's it. And, and so, the message I got was, well, you're kind of hidden around the corner here. You want to get out and be seen, don't you? And that's what we did. Right. And so it jumped off the wall and didn't break. Mm. Right, because it it wanted to be somewhere else. Somewhere else. Yeah, I love that. Ah, see, look, it's just it's amazing. (laughs) Um, so, um, can you tell us about some of the people that you've helped and the difference it's made? Sure, I think, uh, you know, in terms of uh, kind of categories of people that I help, because I, you know, I don't want to share any Mm, specifics, personal stories. Yeah. Um, you know, certainly folks who are grieving you know, and who maybe have a prolonged grieving process and have been holding on to some things. And when they have that inner feeling of, you know, it's really time for me to start letting go of some of these belongings that may have um, been a loved one's. And yet just having that kind of push and pull within of, of feeling like it's time and yet not wanting to. When I work with folks who are, um, in that process, sometimes there's this should that happens like, oh, it's been a year or it's been Mm. six months. I should let go of this stuff by now. And so rather than um, supporting that type of like, yes, it's time, let's rip you away from this object. It's this really beautiful process of being able to go, okay, what, what is the next step? Mm. Is there, is there energy work? What if you, you know, and, and usually people are able to come up with their own um, types of rituals or ceremonies or practices. Cause I work with a lot of people who are, uh, you know, interested in energy and spirituality. And so, you know, it may be, oh, I, I need to write a letter to this object, or I need to communicate with my loved one and see, you know, are they okay mm. if I let this go? Or maybe it's, you know, smudging the object with sage or doing some rattling around it. And sometimes those um, practices aren't necessarily 
the thing that will allow them to release it, it's a step in that process. And then maybe there's another layer of grieving that is, is let go. And then one day they're like, I, I don't feel the same way about mm. it that I did two weeks ago. I'm ready to let go. Yes. You know, these just very, so it seems almost spontaneous and they've been tending to the energy of the object, their emotions, their grieving process. And so it just turns it into um, this, this spiritual process and this healing mm. that gets to happen through the relationship with the object rather than this very pragmatic, okay, it's been this long, let it go. Mm. It gets to be this holistic experience. And I think um, a whole part of like the experience people have around, particularly when they're grieving, you know, someone who's who's passed away, um, and they've got their objects um, and they don't want to let them go. It, it's conditioning as well, you know. Like mm-hmm. it's it's what our parents did and the and the people before them, or it's what we're, society tells us we need to do. Um, so that conditioning, I think, has a lot to answer for as well. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, the type of work that I do with purifying is also, it's very helpful for people for whom the, this old decluttering model hasn't worked. And I've even had some people who say, you know, I've worked with some other um, methods and, you know, it just hasn't done the trick. And, and what I'm bringing with this very gentle approach it's helping them to actually move through the process and accomplish their goals again, because we're bringing this holistic Mm. approach, you know, it's this joining with, um, because one of the, the things that I like to help people with is not only creating a vision for, you know, what, what do you want this room to be? How do you want your home to be? And also, you know, how can we bring, Uh, a positive and not just sort of nice platitudes, Mm. a truly positive energy to this work that often people for years have been dreading, avoiding, Mm. complaining about. And so all of that, you know, how the energy of our words impacts our experience. When we start to say, oh, we're going to go on this spiritual adventure together of, of energy and clearing and releasing and holding on to certain things and Mm. having full permission to celebrate the things that you find that you go, oh my gosh, this has been in a box for 20 years and I wanna put it out on this shelf where I'll see it every day. So it gets to be a treasure hunt and exciting rather than this like, oh, you know, this task that has been put off for so long. Yeah, and you know, like you were saying before, the just those words that you use, I'd much prefer to hear the word purify than declutter because I just I hear declutter and I want to run the opposite direction. Really, it just it's painful, um, yeah. and it's not something that I want to sign up for. <laughs> um, <laughs> but give me all the purify, please. Um, <laughs> but also, um, what you were saying there as well. I think um, you know I'm just thinking about some objects around my home, and um, from my past. Uh, when you look at them, there's memories buried in them as well. And I think that's mm-hmm. where that energy comes from. Um, mm-hmm. And I think um, there's a big part of that release the minute that you get that out of your environment, um, that you're more able to physically let go Absolutely. and emotionally let go. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And that I, that's another interesting thing that happens sometimes in the process is people will go through and they will sort and they'll say, okay, I'm going to let these things go. And then they put it in a pile in the garage mm. or in it's the still basement. There. <laughs> right. You know, and so that's a piece of this too, is really encouraging that if you're making this decision to let it go, let's really mm. let it go. Mm. Because that, to me, I, I truly think that the energy connection isn't truly broken until we're actually releasing it from our sphere. Yeah. 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 So um, what, do you, what do you say has been your biggest challenge in the work that you do and how do you overcome it? Hmm. I think, honestly, one of the big challenges for me was shifting careers and having mm. the courage to go, okay, this is weird. It's new. I'm making something up or it's been delivered to me from mm. the universe and I'm going to, to share it with the world. And I think the podcast has really helped with that. Yeah. You know, just, um, that was a very intuitive decision where it was just like, oh, I need to do a podcast. Okay. <laughs> and so I started that kind of on a whim and then went back and relaunched with a little bit more structure and um, intention. And it's been wonderful to have a platform to speak about mm. this process that that is so uh, just near and dear to my heart. Um, so I think that's really been helpful. And as I said earlier, it has been challenging, you know, ushering something new into the world. And I think a lot of the people that you talk with probably mm. experience this in, you know, we want to help evolve the consciousness, mm. want to bring, um, you know, this new level of awareness of how we impact one another and the planet. And sometimes that's uncomfortable because mm. we're rocking the boat and we're, saying, no, let's not say decluttering anymore. If you want something different, we can purify. Mm. It's like, what is that? Does that make <laughs> sense to people? Ah, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I, I had a similar experience, you know, because, uh, and, you know, it's all part of our evolution is, you know, uh, for me, I found my purpose and everything just flowed. It just happened. Um, mm. And I think when that happens, you're really on path. And and for you, that's a, a really big shift, and I can I can see in you a similar thing has happened. You've gone from a very very different kind of background um, as an auditor, and and mm -hmm. look where you are now. It's like absolute parallels, but you you are absolutely glowing with purpose. Oh, thank you. Mm. I appreciate you reflecting that back to me, and I feel that too. Mm. Yeah. So um, I got to ask you this one: Can you define for me what ethical means to you? Or what being ethical means to you? You know, I think being ethical to me means taking into account the whole and the collective um, as I'm making decisions and taking actions in the world. You know, considering the impact mm. that my actions and choices and decisions have on, you know, other people, the environment, the planet, the animals. Um, and do I hit the mark with that every time? No, I do not. <laughs> no, none of us do, and, really. <laughs> right, you know, and we're all doing the best that we can. And um, it is important to me to be, you know, considering how how are my actions impacting other people and how can I um, 
do my best to uplift the the energy of the world with my decisions. Mm. I love asking that question because everybody has a different answer. And I'm sure. Yeah. And I, I never thought it would be that that broad, but wow. <laughs> I think um, yeah. I'm going to write a dictionary on what being ethical means. Um, <laughs> yeah, because there are so many different flavors mm. of being ethical that that all are in that um, kind of right vibration. Mm. Yeah, and again, it's like a lot of things. It's all about perspective. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it, where people are coming from, it, it will definitely flavour that. So um, what are your future plans um, in paying it forward and expanding your mission in, in helping people purify? Well, I definitely want the the message to get out more. So I'm working on, um, you know, growing the listenership for the podcast because that's such a, as you know, mm. it's such a good way to um, to share a message and, and, you know, just to really, um, help define and expand upon what that means Mm. and to help. I, it's so important to me to inspire people to, to get into their closets, Mm. their basements, those corners, the back of that drawer where we often know there's something in there that we're avoiding and anytime we're in that place of avoidance, I think we are, we're blocking something energetically, mm. which is then, you know, it's blocking our forward movement. It is blocking that evolution and that growth. And so, you know, the big mission, um, and I think, let me think how I want to uh, share this because we often will say, you know, like, oh, there's so much going on in the world and I don't know what I can do. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, there are people out there who are doing big things and have big missions and that's incredible and I'm grateful for that. And if we are avoiding something in our own homes, if we're avoiding something in our own hearts that we don't want to make a decision about, we don't want to deal with it, we don't want to feel the pain of actually having to look at that and sit with it where that energy of our homes is impacting the energy of the whole world. Mm. You know, it's this as within, so without, as above, so below. If, if we're avoiding and holding and stagnant inside, so is the world. And so the more that I can encourage people to face those dark places, those hidden places through the work of uh, experiencing and exploring their relationship with the material world through their belongings, the better. Mm. So like that, that is the mission. And I, I have considered, and I, I don't know that I'm quite ready to do it. Um, I would like to write a book mm-hmm. so that just the work can just be more accessible for people and um, and a little bit more, I don't know, concrete, if you will, that it's like, yeah. oh, here's what purifying is because it's written down in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm As you're talking, I'm just visualizing this whole um, expansion uh, for you in, in mm-hmm. you know, that energy within people's homes and, and within themselves and how that then amplifies and um, the words I'm getting, and this is a bit weird, right? I, I, I'm a marketing medium. I get messages. So what came to me then was this universal hum 
Mm, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we should chat marketing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I'd love that. Um, so when you're actually with a client, um, do you read the energy of their objects or the person? I'm so glad that you asked that because this is something that I don't always convey very clearly. So I do my work all online or over the phone. Okay. So I don't actually go into people's spaces. Yep. Um, and part of that is just helping to make the work more accessible, Mm -hmm. you know, so I can, um, meet with a much larger number of people than if I'm only meeting with people locally and traveling to their spaces. And I also really encourage people to develop that inner sensing for themselves. Mm -hmm. And certainly, you know, sometimes I might pick up on something and I will reflect that back if I'm chatting with the client about something. And part of the the way that I've developed this work is to help people to um, heighten that skill inside themselves and to, to trust themselves to make those decisions. And so that they are then internalizing purification as a spiritual practice mm-hmm. for themselves so that they are able to, because, you know, it's their relationship with their stuff, their memories, uh, their energy. And so uh, I find it helpful and I don't, you know, I'm, I'm intuitive in some ways and I don't, I don't think I read energy the same way that you do and the, yep. the same way that other folks do. Um, and so what I am able to do is help people go inward and trust those hunches that they feel and really celebrate it when they go, something doesn't feel right here. Or, you know, Michael, it feels like, it feels like I want to put rose quartz on this. Like, is that okay? And to be able to say, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do that and see how it feels. Yeah. Does it feel right? Does it shift something? If not, try something else. So then doing it remotely, um, would you, uh, I guess, do like a video connection and they'd walk you through their home or is, it, is that how it works? Yeah. And so there's two things. I have a written program that um, people can go through step by step. And then we have coaching sessions once a week to be able to connect and just, you know, see where they're stuck, what they need help with, um, what's going well. And sometimes just for accountability and being mm. able to um you know, have that space. And it's truly amazing because, and and I think you probably have a sense of this with the work that you do um, and, and being, you know, saying like, this might sound a little weird. These paintings don't want to stay on the wall. Mm. And so when somebody says to me, you know, Michael, I think uh, I'm trying to think of an example that's not um, violating anybody's privacy. Um, you know, I think whenever I um, walk by this room that has just become a storage space and, you know, I just, I feel like I, I, you know, I just knock on the wall or I just tap on the wall a little bit, or I, I knock on the door that they know I'm not going to look at them through the zoom connection and say, Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, great. What has that been like? How awesome you're shifting that energy. You're waking that room up. You're saying, Hey, I'm coming for you. Yeah. You know, we're going to get started here. Um, you know, or somebody says, you know, I just feel like 
I need to play some chance mm. in that room just to, to start shifting things, you know, with the sound healing and, or I need to drum mm. in there, you know? And so that to some people may not look like a, like purposeful task of, okay, you're decluttering because what you're drumming in your basement. <laughs> and, and I can say, wow, you're doing the work. Mm. Mm. You know, so that's, it's um, kind of validating what people already know inside yeah, and providing some ideas that maybe they've, you know, I've talked to so many people on the spiritual path who have spiritual practices and, you know, just with crystals as an example, because mm. I will recommend, you know, oh, you can use this crystal for this type of thing and, you know, use whatever feels right to you. And they'll say, been working with crystals for years, or I'm attuned to Reiki, I never would have thought to use Reiki in this way. Mm -hmm. I never would have thought to use my crystals in that way. And so it's just like opening yeah. these possibilities and, and giving permission. To, yeah. You know, go have some fun. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's really allowing people to connect with the space that they're in and mm -hmm. the things within it. So um, I know I know when my sound healer was here, we were talking about because I built this house and it's um, it's only a, a couple of years old and I was like, so what's the energy like? Because nobody else has been here but me, you know. Like mm -hmm. she was like, you need to love your front yard, and I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> that's been my mission is actually to love my land, um, but yeah, it, I, I think it's actually giving yourself permission that mm. anything you want to do is absolutely okay. And yes. if anybody judges you for that, really not your problem. Right. And I think that's where the, the true liberation and the true revolution and the true evolution happens because mm. it is amazing to me the things that people are holding on to because they don't feel like they have permission to let them go. Mm. And so when we get to go, you know what? I'm in charge of what I choose to have in my home. And yep. then we're also saying I'm in charge of what I choose to have in my energy field. Mm. I'm in charge of what I choose to carry in my body. That's, that's true change. That's true liberation and freedom mm. to say this needs to go. Yeah. This is out. It doesn't matter if my father would have been mad at me. Mm. It doesn't matter if this is going to offend the greater culture or mm. society. Exactly. This needs to go. And so this is, I, I just, I feel like such um, boldness and, and that there's something kind of, to me, it is revolutionary mm. when we can go, Wow, this thing that I thought that I would just have to hold on to forever that is is having an impact negatively on my energy or it just does not feel right, I get to let that go. Yeah. You know, and it's it's about sovereignty. Mm. Exactly. And so there's so much to it. Wow. And your job must be really rewarding when you see that change in people. Um yeah. I just got like a huge chill. It's <laughs> it's so amazing. Mm. And yeah. um, like I, I can just think that, um, you know, if people are making that change energetically around their home and, and the energy of the things within it, 
um, that's mm-hmm. got to flow through to all the other aspects of their life as well. So whether it be their yeah. work, their relationships, whatever it might be, um, by having those principles, it just flows through everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, once someone has really, I, I call this the intuitive sorting skill, mm-hmm. like once they really have that integrated within themselves, then that's something that you get to carry throughout your life where, you know, I will often walk into a room in my home and I'll notice something that I haven't really paid attention to closely for a while and go, oh, I that maybe needs to move on or, oh, I think this little statue wants to be in a different room mm. or, wow, you know, I haven't, I haven't read this book for years and it actually feels a little stale to me. I'm going to donate it at the library. So there's just this kind of fine tuning that a person is doing um, in their homes. And then again, like we're fine tuning within ourselves. Well, you know, in the big picture, do I still want to be in this relationship, this friendship, this job, and also the little things, do I want this sweater anymore? Mm. You know, so it's bringing this awareness to our daily lives, this mindfulness. Yeah. And I know people in my life who've hung on to stuff over 30 years um, and it's actually clogging up their home, like to the point where you you can't move around, Um, almost to a hoarding level. And um, like that, like you can feel the energy in the room, like, you know, it's, it's really heavy. Um, what kind of, um, process would you go through with someone like that? Well, I think the very first thing, especially with somebody for whom it's gotten to that intensity, um, is to make sure that they're truly ready Mm. to begin, because if they're not, it will create a lot more anxiety and overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And so it's really meeting a person exactly where they are. So if someone's coming to me and saying, you know, I think, I have some hoarding tendencies. I think it's gotten that far and I'm ready. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Then that's a green light for, for us to start, you know, working together. And maybe I might ask some other questions yeah. just to be sure. Um, and then, you know, it's taking it nice and slow. And so um, when people um, have, you know, their homes have gotten to that place where it's so, it's just so much and there's such density mm. of energy there. And you're exactly right. You can, it's just so heavy and stagnant. Um, a lot of times loving people in their lives want to just go in and like, let's just get it done. Yeah. Let's just, you know, get a dumpster and get rid of all this stuff. And when we look at our stuff as an extension or a reflection of who we are, that could be, pretty traumatizing Mm. if a person isn't quite ready or they they haven't done that um the inner work to be able to be able to let go so we don't want to we don't want to create those um emotional and energetic uh traumas Mm. so it's taking it at the pace that a person can work at and while i don't practice as a mental health counselor in this work, and I'm not practicing as a counselor at all anymore, I am able to bring that sensitivity yeah. and that ability to connect and really listen to where a person is. And so we would start very slow. And I have an exercise that I do with people called a mindful walkthrough. Mm-hmm. And it's simply encouraging folks to 
walk through their home and spend even just one or two minutes sitting or standing in each room. And you know, you don't have to take notes, you don't have to do anything special, and, and you're not doing anything. You're being in that space yeah. and really starting to feel for yourself, what is it like to experience this room? Mm -hmm. How does it feel to me? How does the energy resonate with the truth of my essence? Not the part of me that's gotten so bogged down by life. The truth of like the very core of who I am. How does this energy resonate with that? Does it clash? Does it harmonize? And sometimes that can be a very gentle way for people to start to see like, I don't think that this really is serving me. Mm. Can I have the courage to start shifting things? And then, you know, connecting with that person and finding out what is it that would be helpful in starting to shift this for you? Is it just making a practice every day for a week of going through and clapping your hands in the room? Just, you know, those vibrations, that like sharp mm -hmm. sound. Is it, is it playing music? Is it writing a letter to your home, writing a letter to your inside home? You know, so the work is starting and it's not about getting a box and starting to put stuff in it and, you know, throwing it out. And it may be, could you spend, could you set a timer for five minutes and is there legit trash or recycling that you can easily identify and get that out, mm. you know? So even something like that of just claiming I am purifying and look, I've got a stack of recycling, these old magazines that I'm ready to let go mm -hmm. or <clears throat> these travel coffee cups, you know, can I throw those away? Great. Yeah. And, oh yeah, I think, you know, changing that language is is going to really help people because I was just thinking, I know I've got some recycling sitting in the garage I really need to deal with. Um, <laughs> and um, I'm thinking, because oh, you think of it as a burden. You think of it as you know, that painful job I have to do. But if we think of it as, oh, you know what, I'm going to go purify my garage now. Um, right. Yeah, changes the whole energy. Right. And then it's like you're serving the space of the garage. And one of the great things about purifying is it's really about the circulation of energy. Mm. So whether it's taking the recycling out or the trash out, or it's letting go of some clothing and donating them to somebody or sharing them with someone who can use them. Mm. If it's saying, wow, I have a set of 12 um, place settings and I only ever use four. So I'm going to keep six just so I have six. Wow. If I give these away mm. to the thrift store or to someone who's getting started yeah. in their life, you know, they're, or somebody who's had a, a tremendous loss and mm. they could use some plates and bowls. Yeah. So then we're not holding um, these things that can be enjoyed, appreciated. Um, you know, sometimes I talk about, if someone has a musical instrument down, you know, in their attic or something and they mm -hmm. haven't used it for years. And if they sit with that and they are real with themselves, sometimes they go, 
my God, I need to start playing this again. Yeah. And, and so they can wake up to that and say yes to that. Or they may go, I think I'm done. Mm. I think I'm complete with this. If I'm really being honest with myself, I don't feel the same passion about this that I once did. I need to let this go. Then someone else gets to make music with it. Absolutely. And either way, mm. the world has more music. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Yeah. So how can people get involved in what you do and, and you know, connect with you so that they can uh, help purify their home? Yeah. Well, the podcast has a ton of resources. It's um, a mixture of solo episodes and, you know, ideas and inspiration about purifying and some of the, the specific things about how to do it. And I've got some interviews on there of people's experiences with purifying. Mm. And so I think those interviews are fun. And uh, lately I've been doing more interviews with experts in other areas. Like I just did a two-part interview with uh, a specialist in uh, feng shui. Oh, nice. And, you know, that's not something I know much about. And I just did an interview that will come out next week with uh, a woman about minimalism. Mm. And so, you know, just kind of branching out there. And actually, I have an interview that will be coming out, a two-parter in February, with a woman from Brisbane, um, Helen Joy Butler, who talks all about and um, does work with the concept of sanctuary in our homes and our hearts and lives. So, Oh, I can't wait for that. I'll have to uh, subscribe because uh, I consider my home a sanctuary. Wonderful. Mm. Yeah, it'll be great to see how that resonates with you. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So. So yeah. you're on all so the socials got, as well? Uh, go ahead. You're on all the socials as well? Yes, I am on Facebook. Um, and I think it's I think it's just at Let's Purify mm-hmm. and um, Instagram at Let's Purify. And something I do on Instagram, every Friday I do a post of um, your weekly purifi- purification and decluttering wisdom or mm-hmm. guidance. It's guidance. <laughs> I just did it today and can't remember what I call it. Um, your weekly purification and decluttering guidance. And I'll pull a card from one of several decks and then use that as a jumping off point to um, relate whatever that concept is to purifying and decluttering. And so it's wow. one of my favorite things that I offer because it's... Um, it's, it's using that intuition. You know, mm. I don't feel like I'm writing that guidance so much as it's coming through. And I really love that because it just provides a different perspective and it helps to nourish that um, idea of purifying. So nice. Yeah. Um, and then, <clears throat> oh, good. And you got a website too? Yes. It's letspurify.energy. Mm-hmm. And then um, the podcast is on there. My offerings are on there. I have a 12-week program. I think I'm going to be offering an abbreviated version of that soon as well. So stay tuned. And then I also offer a uh, just a single session that's 80 minutes long, which is nice. If somebody just doesn't have the need for um, the entire program, it gives us an opportunity to address whatever's coming up for them. Very cool. Yeah. Um, So... I, I ask everyone this question as well, and I am super keen to hear what your answer is. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Mm, I love that question. <laughs> and, you know, I think that it's for uh, each person 
to become more aware of their relationship with the material world, with um, consumerism. Mm. You know, what we're choosing. So, so purifying isn't just about uh, what we let go of. It's also what then we bring back in. Yeah. And I think, you know, our kind of disposable world with, you know, single use yeah. stuff and um, all of the stuff that ends up in landfills and, um, you know, bringing a more holistic approach to what we choose to consume, what we choose to bring into our homes, even into our bodies and, and how we choose to do that. Um, I'd like to see more of that in the world. Yes, that's that's becoming a very common theme. And I just had another guest this week who uh, is helping to clean up our oceans and recycle things oh, that are ending goodness. up in our oceans. So that's all from that single single use, um, you know, habits that we've got and this mm-hmm. consumerism that we need to really have a more ethical focus on. Yes, mm. yes. So, yeah, it's all about that collective change. And, Michael, you have been incredible. Thank you so much for joining me um, all the way from the United States. Um, No doubt I think you and I are going to stay in touch because we align on so many levels. I think there's something else coming. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds amazing. And, Bindi, I'm so glad that we connected. And, Mm. you know, it's just so funny, isn't it, the the way that – social media Mm. and, you know, the internet allow people all over the world to connect. I just did a podcast interview for my podcast with the woman in, uh, in England Mm. who is a conscious wardrobe stylist. Oh, right. I know I should connect the two of you. Um, yeah, it's, so it's really inspiring and, um, thank you. I feel very nourished by this conversation and your questions and, um, really grateful to have, an opportunity to talk with you. Thanks so much, Michael, for being a part of the Ethical Evolution. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker, or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.